Hello, 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 and welcome to House Meeting, a podcast about living together. I'm your host, Kelly Morrison, joined, as always, by my two best friends and roommates, Frank Delano and Eddie Klinker. How's it going, fellas? How you doing today? Oh, it's a, it's been an especially good day for us. It's been very fruitful. Uh, we went apple picking. Yes, we did. We went apple picking, and it was, and it was fruitful. We got a ton mm. of apples. Yeah. Every color under the sun, from green to yellow to red. <laughs> mm. The colors under the sun. Um, and it was fun. It was when we did, we, we uh, got up early. We got up really early because the lines getting into this place, it, it's crazy this time of year. The dead of summer, the summer of love. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's taking their loved ones apple picking now. It's really been like the hot thing to do for this hot summer. Yeah, so the, the, all of you old listeners know it is still officially the summer of love, uh, as House Meeting has declared maybe a couple episodes ago. It's still officially the summer of love. And it was tough, three bachelors getting on that hayride and seeing all the young couples picking apples. A, li- a little for me. Yeah, I definitely was feeling that as well, especially after our stunning defeat at the Bachelor's Ball last week. <laughs> it was stunning. A lot of people, A lot of people still haven't come out of their comas. <laughs> yeah, there's just sort of like a group shock event. We ruined the ball so badly and dashed the hopes of so many young bachelors who really had nowhere else to turn. Uh, they've formed a little bit of a um, a support group for each other, which has turned into an anti-Frank, Kelly, and Eddie group. Yeah, we really like ruined everything for these groups of fellas, you know, because it is a regional competition. So, I mean, for the entire slew of contestants to be eliminated from competition, uh, you know, was a hard hit for everyone. Yeah. And they followed us apple picking this group of disgruntled young bachelors. And uh, it was a little hard to focus on how what a beautiful day it was. It's true. It's almost as if they became unbachelors just to spite us and rub it in our faces. They became unbachelors? Yeah. These young couples who were there to sort of like, you know, kick us in the teeth with their happy couplehood in the summer of love. Well, we were getting it from two two sides, two sides, actually, because there were the... Mm. There were the couples, the young couples who were throwing their happiness on our faces, yes. and then there were the bachelors who were following us on their ATVs. <laughs> That's right. Get, getting us from the other side. The 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 we're getting it from the singles and the couples. We're we're three people without a home. Yeah. There's just no room for a bromance truple thruple anymore, is there? No, there is no more <laughs> there's no more room. They're not ready for our relationship, the three of our relationship, to be on the cover of every magazine. Yeah. How would they explain it? I don't think they could. It didn't stop us from glue sticking it onto all the magazines at the newsstand, but I don't think they could explain it. We went through a lot of glue that day. I mean, we, <laughs> we had like an entire jug that we went through pretty quickly. Well, Frank, you told me you could glue way faster than you could actually glue. I thought I could, but the problem was I, my fingers started getting glue on them. So it started slowing down the glue process because um, I just kept getting my fingers stuck on everything. Yeah, Frank got really sticky. Kelly, I saw you sort of just like oops and splashing the glue out because what you were really excited about was playing b- your musical jug after it was empty. I was pretty mad that we had to use my singing my bluegrass jug to transport the glue. Yeah, you were not happy. And especially unhappy when I filled the cavity of your banjo with glue. We, it's canon that we have a ton of buckets in our apartment. And you walked past all the, you went right to my bluegrass corner that I set up when my bluegrass band comes over and you took my banjo and you filled it with glue. You took my jug and you filled it with glue. Well, you know, I was thinking, you know, bucket isn't going to make that same twang. When I pour glue out of it, and uh, and the the the, the it, it matched our disguises, holding a holding a banjo, holding a washboard, holding a it matched the disguises. We had to get close enough to the newsstand. It's true. We were all wearing big overalls and straw hats. And Eddie, you were in charge of the distraction. Yeah, that's right. Well, and I started swinging my partners round and round, and they just happened to be the people who worked at the newsstand. So it was fine when you started swinging them round and round. I think that was okay. It was when you started swinging them up and down. Yeah. That that things got things got a little 
you know, uh, airborne. Yeah, I wasn't number one expecting them to be so light, but number two, not expecting that giant bird to snatch them out of the sky as I was swinging them <laughs> up and down. It's vulture season. It's vulture season in our town. You got to watch out. There's a lot of big, big vultures that are picking up, you know, full grown adults, 200, 300 pounds. Yeah, it's true. You know, it's the summer of love and the summer of vultures. So hearts are being stolen and just people are being stolen from the town. (laughs) Once, Once every nine years, the summer of love and the summer of vultures do fall in the same summer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of heartbreak that summer. A lot of heartbreak. It, it's true, but the vultures can't fly between the apple trees, which is why it's become such a popular place to go. Yes, the three bright colors hurt their compound eyes. <laughs> yes, that's right. Vultures have compound eyes like bugs. Well, excuse me, Mr. Eddie Clicker. We can't all be paleontologists. How is paleontology going anyway? Oh, you know, it's... It's going pretty good. Uh, I found a, a pretty rare fossil of uh, an old salamander down by the crevasse. Ooh, the crevasse. Yeah. Oh, wow. How, how, how did you come upon this new discovery? Well, you know, I was... Uh... And Franklin, you've been interning with him, right? Is that is that true? Uh, yeah, I've been I've been helping him out, and uh, you know I'm just trying to get some extra uh, college credits uh, under my belt, you know, just so I can finish off my degree, which I've been working on for quite some time now. Yeah, it's true. He gets uh, hard science credits by being out there in the field with me. Yeah, Mike's hard science. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You know, Franklin goes to frat university where you need Mike's hard science credits. Um, social Smirnoff credits. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, Franklin. Socialization has been hard for you. I think this will be a good way to make friends. Oh, yeah. I've been learning how to party and, uh, you know, a few more keg stands and uh, I'll have my dissertation complete. Uh, so this these credits have been uh, pretty helpful in, in, in helping me get my socialization going. Yeah, and I... um. I heard that you're like a particular favorite of Dean Rob Gronkowski. Oh boy. I mean, he loves to throw the football around on the green and uh, I don't catch him. And he finds that to be really cute that I can't catch a football. And he kind of picks me up because he's so big and he will pick me up by the collar like a little boy. And he'll be like, he'll just laugh in my face and give me an attaboy. Um. That reminds me a little bit. Kelly, are you still um, doing your daily sessions at the wave pool? I am still. I am still doing my daily sessions at the wave pool. Uh, it is, as all of you know, it's not tennis season uh, right now. Uh, in the dead of summer, it's too hot to play tennis. So uh, my ball retriever job is out of season. So I have been going down to the local wave pool to, while it's broken, to help make waves. Yeah, I've seen you really like sort of doing this big whooshing movement with your arms. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um it's something. It's just started as like a job. It kind of just started as a paycheck, but after a while, like I there's a little piece of me in every wave that I make. When I see like when I see somebody on a board like go up and down and then have some fun, like I know I did that, and it's an amazing feeling. It's the best job I've ever had. Wow, that's incredible. I'm so happy for you. Um, and they can't seem to fix the engine, which, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that because I love this job. Yeah. And you know, maybe even there's like a, a kindly old man who just like, he picks the engine and then he throws another wrench in there and he says, oops, I guess we can't ruin Kelly's summer yet. There are a lot of, um, how would I, there are a lot of like, uh, elderly maintenance workers mm. at the, uh. At the at the water park, and they just add a little touch of magic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do do some of them have a twinkle in their eye? A mischievous twinkle. A lot of them have uh, mischievous twinkles. A um, lot of them kind of only I talk to. Oh, interesting. And it like kind of seems like convenient that you'll say something, and it seems like you could be saying it to them, but someone else will like also not feel like it's weird that you could be saying it to yourself. I don't think this is my Tyler Durden syndrome again. <laughs> you don't think so? 
I don't think so. I think I'm pretty good. As everyone knows, I get Tyler. I have Tyler Durden syndrome, and I, uh, you know, all the time there can be a new Tyler Durden in my life. Sometimes it's a mailman. Sometimes it's my shoe. It's. But I always now I know when I meet someone that's kind of too cool. And kind of like, you know, demonstrates an aspect of pers- of my personality that maybe I wish I were stronger. And I kind of identify them. I clock them as a Tyler Durden. I don't think this is that. Okay, because I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Your wrestling group thing that you did, that got way out of hand. <laughs> No, those are that's a good group. That's a good group of like-minded individuals. The funny thing is, a lot of people from my wrestling group joined that uh, uh, incel adjacent group we made up before. <laughs> a lot of crossover in those two groups. Oh, you know what? Actually, I found that pretty believable. But no, all of the elderly maintenance workers um, are not Tyler Durdens. They're not people that I've imagined around this water park. Okay, if you say so. It sounds an awful lot. The scenario sounds very similar. A lot of the water slides have been bombed. A lot of. Can I ask you? um, Do any of these elderly maintenance workers are they putting single frames of porn into the safety videos? (laughs) Which is a as a joke. Just to just to just to you know you can't just to let them know that life isn't perfect. Life doesn't fit in like this little PG box. You know, these are these are outside thinkers who are who are checking the chlorine at this water park. Oh boy, this really sounds like Tyler Durdening. I think you've gone Durden again. I'm not Durdening right now. I mean, the hard part is that he's not supposed to talk about it when he is Durdening, so we wouldn't even know if he was Durdening or not. It's true. I don't love how they're all fucking really loud all the time. Oh all yeah. The, yeah. They're fucking people that you were attracted to. Yeah, it's almost like whenever I'm at the wave pool doing my thing and I see somebody walk down the, you know, lay their towel out that I was like, oh, that, that's a that's a that's a lovely looking person. I'd like to give them a call. Them and old Jack <laughs> in the in the I call it my office, but it's the wave pool engine room. And they're in there going at it. And, you know, I think, hey, what could have been? I, I give a big shucks and I say what could have been. Where are you when this is happening? Um, dissociating. I'm in a dissociative state, or maybe I'll wake up with no memory, like covered in chlorine and with like scratches on my ass. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you talking about that because you say you keep falling down on the scratchy part of the wave pool. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's just you know what? That's just a risk of the occupation. It's not. It's a vocation now. I get in there, and I get tired after the first 15 minutes, but, you know, everyone's very patient with me in the wave pool. That's good. Yeah. But my job is good. The job security is good. <laughs> but no, we didn't even talk about you two going down into the pits of the... Ca- Tell me what it's like going down into the crevasse, you two. Little, little paleontology team. Oh, yeah. So, um... Yeah, we went we went down to the crevasse to sort of scope out some fossils, uh, and then we sort of had a bit of a tiff about who got to sort of hop down the crevasse first. Uh, partly because Frank wanted to have the like brand new pickaxes, I was like, "You're the intern; you get the like more beat up ones." But uh, so then, like we the Mad like, Cat's well, pickaxe, right? Yeah, it's he gets the Mad Cat's one. I get the genuine Nintendo, um, and the. So then we were like sort of like trying to figure out how we're going to settle this. And that led us to sort of trying to come up with new versions of rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, we tried a lot of things. We tried uh, mashed potatoes, banana gravy. What was the order? What was the order of 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 supremacy in that? Like what beat what in mashed potatoes, bananas and gravy? Well, obviously, Uh, gravy soaks the mashed potatoes. Gravy soaks up the mashed potatoes. Okay. And uh <laughs> banana chops mashed potatoes in half. <laughs> like okay, M- makes sense, easy. Obviously. Um, and then gravy drowns banana. Yeah, gravy beats two things. <laughs> so, that's why it didn't work. That's why it didn't work. That's why that's, what, that's why it didn't work. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you know, as we were doing this and trying to find out these new games, our hands got so sweaty that it started like washing away some of the dirt. Mm. That was under you. Yeah. So there was enough sweat falling off of both of your two. You were hard at work for so long. There was enough sweat falling off of 
both of your hands to erode the 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 dirt around the fossil beneath you. Yeah, that I mean, we were there for I'd say probably six to eight hours coming up with different types of rock paper scissors. Wow. And we were really just nervous the whole time because we wanted to not look stupid in front of the other one coming up with these versions. And so that made our palms even sweatier. Was this in public? You didn't want to look stupid, you said? Yeah, we just didn't want to look dumb, like not coming up with a good version alternative to rock, paper, scissors. After being down there for for six to eight hours. Yeah, well, we had our laboratory coats on, so we looked smart, so we didn't want to look dumb. Now, I'm so proud of you both for discovering a new fossil. That is incredible. But would I be? Could I hear one more trial <laughs> rock paper scissors that um, didn't make the cut? Yeah, of course. Um, this one was. Um, we came up with one that was a uh, snapping turtle <laughs> raisin, and. Um, Getting tickled on the tummy. <laughs> so snapping turtle, raisin, and the act of getting tickled on the tummy. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that one didn't work out because we just kept tickling each other's tummies and we couldn't get past tickling. So tickle, yeah. tummy tickle was a tie. Yes, that's we kept picking tickle tummy and then we were just rolling around laughing all day. <laughs> How did snapping turtle and raisin fit into this? They didn't even it, it, at that point that it was moot. It was just it was all tummy tickles. Well, in theory, getting tickled on the tummy diffuses the snapping turtle. Okay. Snapping turtle and eats the raisin. Gotcha. And raisins aren't ticklish. <laughs> that one could have worked. That one might have worked. I guess in theory, in theory, it could have worked. You said. So this is the I can see I can see that these six to eight hours were well spent and you and but the fossil the fossil that you finally found can I can I ask a little more about that? Yeah, of course. We'd be insulted if you didn't. Uh, what was it of salamander? Oh yes, the salamander. Right, 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 right. Yes. Um, but Franklin noticed it's like it's unlike any uh, salamander in modern times. Oh, yeah. This salamander had five penises. It was very clear and very... One of the penises was large. It was human size. The penises weren't similar? They were dissimilar penises? This salamander had five unique idiosyncratic penises? Yeah. We think it could mate with lots of different animals and it needed a different penis for each. Whoa. Um, Mm -hmm. And we also found near it what we think is the first evidence of fossilized cum. This is the first time. Well, a lot of people don't know this. A lot of people do not know this. Um, dinosaurs uh, were very big into edging. Yeah, it's true. I'm surprised you know that. That's a pretty uh, top level paleontology thing. I don't know a lot about dinosaurs, but I do know a lot about edging. <laughs> mm. Do you know about the guy who used to play Barney, what he's up to? I know what he's not up to. Coming? <laughs> he, the guy who was in the Barney suit legitimately is now a tantric sex guru. And really? There's a, real, there's a real website where you can go and there's lots of reviews from women about how good he is at tantric sex. He's a tantric sex guy now. Well, that I mean, I, this is an unpopular theory, but uh, I'm not saying I'm a dinosaur edger, but I think that's mm. why all the dinosaurs actually went extinct because they all edged themselves to death they refused to procreate yeah it's true where could the how could these eggs get fertilized none of them would ever come Mm-mm. wow i learned so much living with you guys i mean and we learned so much from you yeah. i mean i we've seen Me. you we've seen you out there we've seen you out there uh looking out that window with your big telescope checking out stars yeah get your own thing yeah the stars that's what i'm looking at I'm looking at the star. Yeah, I'm looking at the stars. I mean, you have a whole yeah. You've got that whole map with all the pins in it, like right next to your telescope. Yeah, that, yeah. Like those are constellations. You like that one you discovered that you're just calling Mister Hamperson. These constellations are up to something, and I'm gonna find out what's going on. <laughs> yeah, it's like the way you've like created your own mythology, where you're like, I think I have evidence of. Mr. Hamperson having an affair because once every new moon, 
a mysterious woman constellation appears near the Mr. Hamperson constellation. The people at the planetarium are confused. They think, we're not sure if you're looking at people and you think that they're stars. And then the people at the private eye uh, bureau, league of private <laughs> investigators of our town, they're not, they're not, they're like, are you looking at stars and thinking they're people? They're confused at what I'm doing. So if I check the angle of my telescope and if it's angled up, I'm looking at stars. If it's angled down, I'm looking at people. Yeah, that's right. Right. Uh, but you've never told us which one. <laughs> oh, damn it. I was hoping one of you could see it. <laughs> um, Speaking of speaking of um, uh, stars, we have a star in our own midst, and we have a guest coming up. Every guest on our show is a star. Oh. Nice, it's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coming up, we have a self-described victorious enthusiast named Brady. Uh, just moved into the building, and we're going to mm. talk to them, find out more about what that is, um, and who they are. And we're very excited about it. All right, so stick through the break. House meeting will be back right after this. Oh, Eddie, it looks like you shattered both your wrists. Oh, yeah. You know me. I just can't stop opening pickle jars. And eventually they just give out. Your your hubris will be the end of you, young man. Oh, Do you know that? My hubris will be the end of my humorous. I mean, but we're, we're just so lucky that we have, we have the best wrist reconstruction doctor in town. Oh, yeah. Old Slaps McGraw. Every time I shatter my wrist, that's the first phone call I make with my toes because I can't call with my hands. Yeah, it's true. Slaps McGraw, the town's best wrist doctor and inventor of the foot phone. Get a foot phone with your first patient evaluation from Slaps McGraw. Now, Frank, how does a foot phone differ from a regular phone? The, the people are going to want to know. Okay, so if you try to pick up a foot phone with your hands, you're going to drop it because the only way to pick up a foot phone is with your feet. And the only way to dial it is with your feet. Right, it will not register the hand's command. No, it will not recognize the delicate touch of a finger stroke. No, it's patented toe-touch technology. It will only work <laughs> if you dial with your toes. And it'll know. And you're probably thinking, I mean, I have. I mean, I have pretty round, small fingers. I'm sure I could fool this toe phone, or this foot phone. You'd be wrong, my friend. You'd be a fool. You'd be a small-fingered fool. Yeah, the only way you're going to fool this phone is if you go to another surgeon who switches your feet and your hands, and then you can use your hand, which is a foot. We have the best hand-foot replacement doctor in town. Slaps McGraw's brother. Taps McGraw. So whether you're trying to reconstruct your shattered wrists or move your hands where your feet are and your feet where your hands are because you don't want to use some compi complicated and expensive phone. The foot phone is very expensive. Not to mention, so many people have purposefully shattered their wrists in trying to find out the patented technology and how the foot phone even works at all. Steve Jobs tried it. Steve Jobs showed up with shattered wrists and tried to reverse engineer the foot phone. And it's what killed him. Yeah. Worked himself to death. Yeah, he just like, it popped an aneurysm in his brain. It was working so hard trying to reverse engineer it. And his hubris was his downfall. And that's an ad. <laughs> Welcome back to House Meeting. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, Frank, Eddie, and I are here with our new neighbor, uh, who we're very excited to introduce you to. Uh, please welcome to the show, Brady. Brady, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. How are you all? How are you doing? Doing well. Doing well. Thank you for asking. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for making time for us today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. I hear this is the best apartment in the whole building, so happy to be here. People are saying that our apartment's the best in the whole building. That's a little uh, uh, hard for me to believe. I think it might be a little flattery, Brady. Mm, yeah, it's. I mean, it's certainly the most unusual apartment. We live in an abandoned old navy. Yeah, yeah of course, of course. But you got that new deck. I saw that they were constructing it. As I was waiting outside to come in, I saw, you know, that, that's nice. That's really nice. You guys are you're moving up in the world. Yeah, th thank you, thank you. It is it, we are starting to do some all some alterations, but the thing is, a lot of the old navy stuff we're finding out is structural. Mm. A lot of the stuff that was in the old navy, so we can't make too many renovations, or the whole building, your apartment included, might collapse. Yeah, there's like a a load bearing sweater display. It's a nice element of danger. It is. It is. Um, how how are you finding the building? You live in a more conventional apartment. I do, I do. I have a one bedroom. It's really nice. Teak wood flooring. 
which is very unique and it's it's beautiful it's gorgeous that's nice i do i do there's certain parts of a conventional apartment i i do miss um but uh, uh please uh, tell us a little bit about yourself uh what brings you what brings you to the to the building what brings you to the neighborhood you know i heard that liz gillies moved in here and i'm a huge fan and i just really wanted to get a glimpse and be able to meet her not in a creepy weird way just in a general like i feel like we could be friends if we got to know each other and hang out and if we lived in the same building and happened to cross each other then it'd be a lot easier to strike up a conversation like oh you're doing your laundry me too here we are in the basement which you're in which apartment oh i'm in this one also across the hall from me weird how that worked out kind of deal that's a, a really incredible dream brady and if you're like looking to meet liz i've like spoken to her briefly um and i know that she likes to sort of like cover herself with moss and like sort of hang around in the swamp in what she calls her ghillie suit it's funny she's actually heir to the ghillie suit fortune being liz gillies so that's that makes a lot of sense so that's you know what she does but good tip good tip i'll have to go hang out around the swamp but it seems to be deeper than that, Brady. Brady, the way you talked about Liz Gillies just then, it maybe she's heir to the Gillies suit fortune, and that's a that's a government contract that could be worth a lot of money. But it seems like you are interested in in Liz, regardless of money. It's deeper than that. It's true. You know, we've never met in person, but have you met online? No, we've never met at all. <laughs> okay, but de- also not in person. Right, yeah, especially not in person. How do you know Liz? Like, we know, uh, we've had dinner with Liz a couple times now, right, fellas? Liz has been pretty generous about taking everybody in the apartment and building out to dinner. Uh, so, uh, you know, you may be your turn soon, Brady, actually, because she does like to go around giving everybody a nice hearty meal. And we all know who Liz Gillies is, but Brady, would you, in your eyes, would you just maybe give us a, um, cause you, cause even though we've met her in person and uh, can you d- let us know a little bit about Liz Gillies from your perspective, <laughs> your distant oh, yeah, perspective? Yeah, yeah. yeah, my distant, you know, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Let's just state it plain. She was in the original Broadway cast of 13. I think we I might even need to go more general and just say actor. First, yeah, and then work act, from there. For sure, actor. <laughs> well, if you want to start big and then hone in, I'm more of a focus guy. I like right. to start small and then zoom out to the big picture. Right, right. You try to give the most, uh, whenever you're explaining anything, you give the most detailed part of it first with no frame right. of reference. So you kind of like start exactly. there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Start from the bottom and now we're here. The bottom is the, the closest you could zoom in on the camera and then you go out from there. Wow. Well, yeah. I noticed you do have a very long camera in your apartment. I do. I do. Yeah. It's so I can zoom in really close and see those little those and, little details. Yeah, yeah, it's like Humans of New York. If you're familiar with the photo series Humans of New York, they've got a Facebook page and presence and they do a lot of write-ups about here are these people I met. It's like that but humans from a distance. So I get close with the camera, but I don't get close to the person. I'm a distance guy. I like to see things far away, but know about the detail up close. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think I've seen your page and you sort of like rather than interview the people and like they know they're a part of it, you just sort of subscribe or like sort of like make up quotes for them and make up a whole story for them. Yeah, absolutely. And I've met some of my favorite people that way. You seem to have a lot of one-sided not to, not to say that these can't be f- beautiful, fruitful, three-color apple relationships, but they do seem to be one-sided. And I th- don't even know if we've really scratched the surface on Liz Gillies. So she's mm. an actor who lives in our building. And what is her her work that you're most familiar with and or or motivated by? It seems. Well, the work I'm most familiar or most motivated by would have to be the Nickelodeon television show Victorious that ran from 2010 to 2013. And this is a real show. This is a this is a real. That's a real TV everything show. Everything we say is yeah. real, but this is real. Right. <laughs> everything we say is real, but this is real. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Okay, and um, uh, what about the show? Can you give us a little like byline of like if you were? I, what's the show? Yeah, about? I can give you a very detailed overview of the entire series. We might not <laughs> have time one for that. Season three. <laughs> Well, I guess if I had to zoom out a little bit, I, if I were to go to the last statement I would make on the show first, then I would say it's about a high school full of performing arts students, and they all sing. They all sing. I think they all sing. So like a Glee. Yeah, but definitely before Glee and Nickelodeon, so there were no drunk driving accidents or competitions with other schools. This is a singing high school show for kids. Everyone knows Glee was for grown-ups. So if you were a that's kid true, watching yeah. Glee, that's inappropriate. Mm-hmm. Well beyond the age range. Uh, and you moved into this building to get closer to one of the actors on this television show that you've seen more than once? That is correct. That was a big guess on my part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've watched through the entire series once. And then I've seen a couple more episodes a second time, kind of jumped around between season three and now recently started a rewatch from season one. It's been a good time. It's been a really good time. So, you know, I, I also watched the entirety of Dynasty. Well, the three seasons that are available on streaming services, not yet season four, because that started while I was watching the first three seasons. So I have to have to catch up on it when it's available for me. The new dynasty or the old dynasty? The new dynasty, the, the new... one that stars Liz Gillies. Oh, oh, so it's more of Liz Gillies' work. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, can I ask you, Brady? Like, obviously, you haven't met her in person, but have you ever like attempted to like reach out to her, like through like an email or even like a social media DM, that sort of thing? You know, I've thought about it many a time. I've written songs. And I've almost reached out several times in video form, but I'm waiting for the right moment. I think when we meet organically in person, it'll be best if we meet. That's the first impression. Oh, you know, I'd, I'd love to hear one of these songs. This is quickly becoming a musical podcast. <laughs> well, you don't have to sing one of the songs if you don't want to, even though this is a musical podcast. But I was going to say, maybe we can use one of the songs, but Frank, you are an auteur director. Oh, yeah. I mean, I would say, I mean, after 25 years of studying uh, film online, I would say, yeah, I'm an auteur director. Yeah, so maybe you could, uh, maybe we could help Brady kind of like, if, if, if video form is the way in which you're most comfortable to talk to somebody who you live in the building with, maybe we could help you sort of say what you want to say, uh, because we know Liz, we know what she might like. Um, sure. And if you wanted us yeah. to help you, because we're recording this, we could record it right now if, if, if you're interested. Of of course, I would love to send a video message to Liz Gillies, and I thank you all so much for helping me out. I know from talking to you just now that you're tight with Liz, that you've gone out with her more than once, and you had dinner, mm -hmm. and you probably you know spend time because the the this this building, everyone's so friendly, everyone's so kind. It's been it's been really great. All right, well let's start with wardrobe, Eddie. That's your department. Wardrobe, um. Well, we're obviously going to be working with mostly Old Navy products that don't fit the three of us. But yeah, all, all the ones that fit us are our clothes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I'm thinking we go like full bodysuit and cut up some of these green t-shirts to look like moss so that you're in what's more or less a ghillie suit. Franklin, can we please use some of your lily pads from your big aquarium? Ah, oh, I and they just got that big, but all right. Yeah, let's use it. Yeah. It'll, it'll help this ghillie suit for sure. Okay. Yeah, please. The okay. frogs don't need all of them. I mean, they're big frogs. I took a, I took, I put a lot of work into these frogs. You put a lot of work into making these frogs big? <laughs> oh, yeah. They don't eat a lot. You know, they eat flies. So you got to feed them some big flies and a lot of them to oh. make them big. Yeah, I've also noticed you making all of that sort of miniature weight equipment. Oh, yeah. I want these frogs to have not only mass, but also just tons of muscle. These frogs are going to jump 
to the freaking moon. Oh, this is this is something. Uh, pardon me, Brady, but this is something that I've I've been cutting my foot on tiny little syringes all around the frog's aquarium. So I I, I don't know like what's going on. And one of your one of your frogs shouted at me, and it was like not even like it. You know, sometimes like you raise your voice, but this was like mean. Like, okay, yeah, like it really got me. <laughs> Yeah, they they had their mood swings, you know, and yeah, they, uh, you know, I can't attest that those needles are not to enhance their legs, but you know what, whatever gets the job done. Okay, I mean, and not to be, you know, crass, but you know, they used to have these big dangly frog balls, and now they've just shriveled right up. It's the, it's a seasonal thing for frogs, so it's mating season. And not to be crass, but these frogs used to have such smooth, smooth keisters. And now they're all pimply and bumpy with bumps and grumps. And, you know, and that's why we need the big lily pads, okay? Because their bumps and grumps need space. They need they they need to sit comfortably. <laughs> Are you saying you wouldn't volunteer your, your lily pads to help me in one pursuit of a video message to Liz Gillies? Is that? No, listen, I'm all for it. I'm just saying that, you know, these frogs keisters are going to, you know, be a little uh, uncomfortable for the next few weeks until I can grow bigger lily pads for them. All right. Well, I'm going to put some of this. I'm, you know what, I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put some of this boiled chicken in a blender. I'm going to toss it outside and hopefully distract the frogs with some lean protein. <laughs> And then uh, I'll grab some of these lily pads. <laughs> okay. You look fantastic. Thank you so much. This is the best day of my life so far already. And I, you know, we haven't even started making the video, but I never imagined having my own homemade ghillie suit. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. This is looking amazing. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm going to, I see you kind of like on the stage for this, for this video. I think you got to really present yourself. We do have a, a stage here. Yeah, you can go uh, where all my bluegrass equipment used to be. <laughs> now it's all oh, abandoned so in the street covered in glue. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Oh, no. Although we really missed that's an terrible. opportunity to call it gluegrass. Oh, we missed an opportunity to call it gluegrass. <laughs> oh, damn, we really screwed up. Sorry, oh. Brady. You know, sorry, I forgive Brady. you. I forgive Brady, you. Sorry. I forgive you. We're I forgive sorry. you. Okay. Sometimes you just gotta take the L, you know? You take the L, you take the W, sometimes it's one or the other. Okay, looks like we're gonna have to take the L. Alright, but wait, wait, what what do we <clears throat> what do we need next for, for the video? Oh boy, we're gonna need some hot tips. It's like some hot lines from all of us. Something that like, you know, makes you seem interested in, in, in a really meaningful way, you know, something that's gonna really grab her attention, you know, something that's going to make her say, wow, this Brady cares. Yeah. What sets your unsolicited video from someone who lives in her apartment from the others? What sets it apart? Yeah, I definitely don't want to freak her out, you know, because there's a fine line that we tow going down this route. I just, you know, really want to make it clear. Let's turn the lights off so it's like more casual. Let's dim the lights a little bit. Oh, yeah. Let's uh Let's turn on that disco ball that projects tiny little old navy logos everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get that Amy Poehler cut out from when she used to do old navy commercials. Let's put that in the background. She's a friendly do face. The, do you have the RuPaul? Do you have a RuPaul cut out as well? Because RuPaul's also doing old navy commercials. It did, but it got wet. Oh snap! It's the holidays. Oh. That's <laughs> the RuPaul one got wet and it's floppy. Yeah, what do you mm. think, Mr. Director? Should we put the soggy rule Paul? Yeah, wait, I'm going to start. <laughs> Where do you want it? Uh, let me see. Let's pose this RuPaul. Okay, yeah. You know, let's get the soggy RuPaul. Uh, just like right off the stage. I feel like it'll look nice. Like they're swimming. Okay, you got it. RuPaul flying in. <laughs> um, And Frank, correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounded like you were saying that we should go in a circle and each say one line and that will be the chorus of this song. Oh yeah. I would say like, really like look for a, a line or a moment in your life where you felt truly special. Okay. Cause we want them to feel special. Yeah. We want them to feel special. Okay. Mm. 
Yeah, I really enjoy each one of you giving me a line for my song to Liz Gillies. I think that would really round it out to make sure the message comes across clearly. Brady, my first question was going to be, what's one thing you like about Liz Gillies? Yeah. What do you like? We, we can help, but it's like, what what do you want to say? Wow. Well, first off, she's talented. That's number one mm-hmm. for me. She's so talented. You never know what she's coming at you with next. Does she love scissors or is she really wealthy, but also a liberal billionaire? And that's range. Wow. Okay, so maybe maybe the first lyric should be something like that, like appreciating her her multitudes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, Brady. What what when when was the moment that you were like, wow, this Liz Gillies got it? You know, I'd have to say it was in fact February fifteenth, twenty twenty one. Specific. Spe- yeah, yeah. At around, you know, I, I'm a details guy. You know, I really right, gotta right, 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 right. lock in <laughs> around four p.m. Eastern time. I was watching season two, episode fourteen of Victorious, which is really kismet because it was February fifteenth. And I was watching season two, episode 14. And there was just a moment in that episode that really just grabbed me. And I said, wow, out loud to nobody. Wow. And that was it. That was like lightning struck. It wasn't something specific that you saw in the episode. It was the fact that you were watching that episode on that day, which almost the same day. I will say it's one day off. It's not exactly Kismet. I would say it's Kismet adjacent. I would call that Kismet adjacent, Brady. But we can yeah, do there's that. something about Kismet adjacent that really excites me. Yeah, like it's almost like it's kind of like it's all the way there. It's kind of almost like edging, like Kismet edging or yeah. something. Yeah, Kismet edging for sure. And, you know, I could have watched the next episode, but I had to get up early for work the next day. So I ended up not watching and I stopped at season two, episode 14th on February 15th, 2021. So that was, you know, as close as I could really get to, to Kismet it was kismet adjacent yeah and it feels like i have to oh sorry go ahead frank oh no i was just gonna ask you brady if you have some kind of like 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 mind reader or psychic abilities because i feel like all of this like power all these numbers that you're seeing all these signs that you're seeing must be some kind of insight that you have i think brady just has a television I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, sure. Kelly, not sure. Kelly, I don't I don't want to disagree with you, but I do have a secret. I'm really good at math. Really? Holy what shit. a yeah. secret. Yeah. Have you told anybody the secret? I did get an engineering degree, but I got B's in all my math classes on purpose, you know. So I could I got a bunch of answers wrong intentionally so no one would know that I have a mathematics super brain, but it's true, I do. And wow. no one knows that about me. I've kept wow. it hidden my whole life. But Brady, why the why the ruse? Were you afraid of the government doing experiments on you? Exactly that, yeah. It's also intimidating just, you know, in general when trying to make friends or in relationships, just in general trying to trying to get to know people, but they're always worried about your mathematics super brain I was I was always concerned. I don't actually know because no one's ever known. But that's what I assumed is people would would understand my mathematics super brain and be terrified. Intimidated by the sheer calculations going on. Exactly. Exactly. I'll be I'll be honest. We have you've shown me who you are. You've been very honest with me. And I feel like I can speak for everybody in house meeting that we love having you on the show. But if I knew that you were fucking good at math when you walked in, I would have kicked your ass right out the door. I do not want want anybody calculating like uh, weird shit about me. You know, like the angle of like my stinky butt. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I do have to say I did figure out the angle of your stinky butt the no. minute I walked in. But that's the kind of thing I just I got to keep it to myself, you know. I appreciate the safe space that you've all allowed me to come out in this way. I feel really supported in both being afraid to 
tell people about this in the first place for exactly, you know, what you said, mm-hmm. Kelly. About Confirming your bias. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But at the same time, still being so supportive and allowing me to continue to be here, even though you know now that I'm a mathematics super genius. Okay, so we have two lines of the song so far. Well, we have two ideas behind lines. The first line is going to be the fact that she's talented and can do many things. The second one is that you were uh, uh, the kiss mid. Like, it's destiny. It's destiny that you two are here. Um, maybe kiss one- mid adjacent. Yeah, kiss mid adjacent. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a third thing that you'd like to get across to, to Gilly? Not Gilly, not Gilly, Lily. What's her name? Liz Gillies. Are my Liz good, Gilly. Our good Liz, friend Liz Gillies. Gilly. <laughs> Lil Gilly is a rapper I, we know. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. I also know that sometimes she goes by Lily Gilly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that is that's okay. yeah, it's part of her Wikipedia page that some some people call her Lily Gilly, but that's only if you're really close in the in the group. Oh, tight-knit. maybe something about how you're the number one contributor to her Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely definitely number one. We can just try to take some some takes of the video. I think just doing a couple takes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Brady. Uh, let's see. Uh, you, just find your light. You know. <laughs> there's not much. Uh, there's not much. Uh, right. The disco ball. Are... <laughs> yes. I mean, the the light is constantly in motion. So just find it. <laughs> yeah. You can even run around and chase it. That will help with the singing. Action. Uh, really like vocalizes in film um all right and you know you know the old rule smile with your eyes <laughs> um, do you want the do you want the do you want the tyra banks cut out in the background as well that would help me a lot okay okay yeah although frank is your vision you're directing you know liz no. better than that I would do. actually that would actually help me as well if tyra was there because tyra always sparks motivation for Tyra me. falling up all right. Thank you so much. Yeah, shine bright, shine far, be a star. Amazing. All right, Brady, here. This is your moment. Uh, and action. <clears throat> hey, how's it going? <laughs> this is a video for Liz Gillies. I've prepared song, and I'm I'm gonna perform it for you now, Liz. I hope to meet you one day. Here we go. She's talented, she's got a gift, she's really got the range. We almost met, but we didn't. It is really strange to think how you could meet a person and it is destiny, but almost and not quite all the way. You are all that I need and I edit your Wikipedia page. Let's meet one day in the apartment building where we both live. Frank Kelly and Brady's eyes are closed. Brady seems to be going into some kind of trance. Eddie, they know what it is. (laughs) This is a song that's all about Liz. This is a song and it's all about Liz. Whoa. Wow. I I think that's what you call a perfect take. Wow. And Kelly said that the first take wouldn't be perfect. Yeah. I, I, can I be honest, when you first started, my initial thought was, it sounds like Brady isn't going to sue her <laughs> with this sort of formal, almost bureaucratic introduction. Hello. But it quickly became beautiful and you shined, Brady. You shined. You shined in that. What? I had to make it shine. Yeah. I did have to make it shine. In a very dark room, you made it shine. I'm a little concerned that we have no microphone plugged into the camera, and we also can't see Brady's face because it's so dark. Well, I'm just a director. I can't be responsible for our lights and sound and cameras. <laughs> yeah, we kind of doled out jobs, and like uh, Eddie and I didn't take one. Well, I was costuming. Oh, that's true. You were costuming. That's true. And, and the, the ghillie suit held up really well. It's it's very lightweight and breathable, too, which is hard to find. So yeah. that's good. 10 out of 10. Well, that's Old Navy's dry flicking technology. Dry flicking. It yeah. takes the water and just shoots it off of Flicks you. Flicks it off of you. Sweat. So we're yeah. all being splattered. 
Right. Yeah, you'll notice all the little fingers. If you go under a microscope, there's tons of little fingers that are just flicking the the droplets off of the off the 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 jacket. But that does explain how RuPaul got so wet. It does. Oh, it. You know what? That was partially our fault too, because we took him to the sauna. Oh, that that would do it. That would do it. Yeah. We thought because, because obviously this is not the real RuPaul, but we thought if we brought the RuPaul cut it to the sauna, like maybe because it's, you know, a little foggy, like if we posted the pictures of it, they would think we were in there with the real Ru- RuPaul. But uh, no, she just, just got floppy, flopped mm. to the ground. Yeah. yeah. Well, in this town, anything's possible. You know, it's vulture season. So it is so good. You know about vulture season. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Has anyone... I've, I've lived in this town for a while, just not in this building. Oh, okay. So you're familiar with the giant crevasse in the middle of town? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Has anyone told Liz about Vulture Season? Because it can uh... go one of two ways for you in this town during the summer of love slash summer of Vulture Season. Hmm. I mean, I haven't seen Liz. Wow, probably like have. Since before last week, yeah, it's true. Not a yeah, not a walk in or out of the old building. I think she said something about like sort of needing a break from the swamp, and she was going to go on a hang gliding excursion. That's an element of danger mm-hmm. to go hang gliding during vulture season. I know it's crazy. I I know Frank Frank's brother is a big hang glider, and he he doesn't even go. During vulture season. Is your brother still uh, an adult? Your child brother who wished to be big? Is he still an adult flying around in a hang glider? Keeping an eye on you? Uh, yeah. Uh, his birthdays are going by slower and slower too. I mean, it seems like he's never going to age out of this. I mean, wow. but he's having he's having a time of his life up there. So you're hoping that the fact that he keeps wishing on those Zoltar machines that he changes his age, you hope that is just a phase? I'm hoping... I because I, I, I've seen what these Zoltar machines have done to people in our town, uh, and so yeah, it, it's it's not a pretty thing, you know. So I'm just gonna like maybe even just try to wean him off some quarters. Maybe he won't notice if I start taking quarters away little by little. Yeah. But I feel bad because he's enjoying it. He's yeah. enjoying youth. Yeah. Brady, I I I have good feeling about this. I have good feeling about this. Sometimes I I get my I get I. I used to be a matchmaker. That was one of my jobs um, before before the 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 analog wave pool job that I do with my arms and the ball retriever job. Oh, is that mm-hmm. that's you in the wave pool this summer? Yep, that's me in the wave pool, gasping and uh, and flopping. That is me. That is yep. me. Brady, that's some of the best waves I've seen in years. Brady, Thank can you. I ask you? Have you noticed any sort of magical seeming old maintenance men there, or is it just? Kelly, who is doing the maintenance and seducing patrons at this water park. You know, I can't say that I've seen any old maintenance workers, but I will absolutely keep my eye out. That's a good employee. They're doing their job. You don't even know that they're there. That's why, Brady. This isn't a... Brady, Eddie is trying to rope you. It's not a Durden experience. We're not Durdening here. Yeah, that's exactly what you would say if you were Durdening him, Brady. Again. I just, I'm afraid. You know what they say: the summer of love vultures and dirt names. Sometimes, once every ten years. That's just how it goes in this town. Um, Brady, but do you do you know? Are you ready for what it's like? Because Eddie, maybe you can attest to this, but dating a celebrity is not easy. Eddie did it for a while, and it there are a lot of things that you have to you know, put up with, I I would say, you know, yeah. or, or, or put up with, there's no way to go around it. I would say I'm definitely not ready. <laughs> I think that Liz Gillies and I would get along really well as friends. Mm. I know that she, she's married mm. and she's very happy in her relationship. So I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to be a homewrecker mm-hmm. in my own right. I just think that we get along really well. So I'm sorry if the impression came across that I was looking to break up Liz Gillies and her husband. I really thought this is where this was headed. I mean, her husband, he's a nice guy, but kind of smug for my taste. He did treat Frank very smugly the other day. It was really rude. I, 
and listen, he was being nice because he said, hey, you're going to fall into that open sewer. And so luckily I, I turned around and he stopped me from falling into the sewer because I was texting and there was this open. I could have hurt myself. Yeah. And- but the way he said it. Uh, yeah, no, it was just the way he said it really got me all boiled up inside he looked down on me but also because i was like tripped and he's very tall but he was just like you're you almost fell down there it was not it wasn't good you i mean it doesn't sound good the way i'm saying it but if you were there you would know it's the way he did it it's the way he did it it was the way he stopped you from falling down that manhole and breaking every bone in your body be just don't be a know-it-all it's true. That's the thing. Like yeah. he didn't have to throw in the whole like you could have thrown in every bone in your body because like okay good. Oh yeah, it's like you know you know about bones. I hate when people yeah. just tell me what I know because I was driving the other day going about sixty five and a forty, and someone said you're driving too fast, you're gonna kill us, and I was like I know that. <laughs> I don't. I'm not that. Who cares? Tell me something I don't know. Yeah, see, you're making a choice at that point, and mm-hmm. people got to respect that you're making your own choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an informed and decision. They gotta know. Um, but Brady, uh, circling back to like the whole celebrity relationship thing, like I don't know what her status is now, but if you do want Kelly Clarkson's phone number, I can give it to you. If dating a celebrity is something you're interested in, you know, maybe not today, but maybe maybe another day. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I feel like Kelly Clarkson and I. That someone else I could also really get along with, grew up with her music. You know, I I really think that we could break away together, uh, the yeah. two of us, if given the chance. Eddie, how long have you been trying to hook up Kelly with somebody? Um, we God, you can't give her phone number away. It's so sad. I don't understand it. Kelly Clarkson's awesome. I just want her to be happy. I mean, we obviously sort of had a tumultuous relationship. She wrote, since you've been gone, about the time I got lost in the grocery store for a week and a half. Um, And then, so she thought that I had just run off and she broke up with me. But actually, I was just lost in the grocery store. What were some of the original lyrics to that song when she still thought you were in the grocery store? When she knew you went to the grocery store? Um, It was like, here's the thing. Store closes at 10. (laughs) I don't understand. I just said we needed milk. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see her happy, even if, you know, it didn't work out with me because I got lost at the grocery store. Okay. I didn't I didn't realize that you and Kelly had been an item. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's nice that he you was... had a... So sorry. Go ahead, Frank. Oh, no. It's just Eddie helped uh, Kelly co-write stronger which was mm. like a big romantic height of their relationship when they would were it, writing music together would it be incorrect to say the original title was clinker you were stronger eddie no, that's right it's right i did wow mm-hmm. we did want to put my name in there but then we thought it might violate my privacy i'm very i'm a very private person that makes sense that makes a lot of sense yeah, you were like, I don't want my last name out there. It's not, it's not a it's it's not a common last name. There aren't many clinkers. No, it's true. It'd be you too easy to connect the dots. Yeah. Well, Brady, I want to thank you for coming on the show. We love having you. Uh, this has been so fun. I'm confident that your video um I'm it's going to reach Liz. And I'm sure you'll be – I apologize for assuming that it was a romantic interest before. Usually when somebody moves to somebody's building to be near them without mm. them knowing it, like, borders on probably – I would assume romantic interest before. Just like, I see, think you just want, like, a platonic friendship, which I'm sure Liz would be open to. Um, you know, yeah, I hope so. And I, I totally understand where you're coming from because, mm-hmm. like you said, nine times out of ten, that would have been the case. But, you know, I just – I really – as artists – and a super powered math genius, I feel like we could just really get along. Wow, that's amazing. Um, mm. Well, other than uh, all of her truly incredible, inspiring work, uh, that of Liz Gilly, is, uh, is there, Gillies, is there anything else that you would like to to plug? Maybe a, maybe a social new. media, maybe a photography Instagram, or, or anything you're interested in, in like the real world. Everything's real, but this is also real. <laughs> right, everything's real, but this is most real. 
I guess for me, you know, I'm, I have a couple of Instagrams. There's one for me, the, my personal one where I do, I did sing a song about victorious for a character bit that I did. Mm-hmm. So you can find that on Instagram. That's at beeline owls. Okay. And you know, like if you're traveling in a beeline following owls, that would, it would be beeline owls. You're making a beeline for a bunch of owls. I don't get it. What? You know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It's a it's a story to get into <laughs> another day. Okay. I also have, uh, yeah, wow. I got a, I, uh, funnily enough, do have a photography Instagram. What? <laughs> as well. Yeah, yeah. So that one's uh, elbow photo. It's the letter L and then B-O-W and then photo. Because the, the harder you make something to spell, the easier it is to find. <laughs> yeah, that's how SEO works. Well, I just want to say thank you uh, for listening to House Meeting. On behalf of Frank, Eddie, Brady, and myself, Kelly Morrison, we love to have you. Thanks for listening along as we try to become better friends, better roommates, and better people. All right, have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.